right, EZ, what's up, man? Another episode of Aftermath on the air. How you feeling? What's going on, man? Chilling, man. So we got another episode here today. Another great group. Well, it's like, actually, not just one guest, it's two guests, okay? We're talking to the ZZ Talk podcast, Zeno and Zeus. And I just want to say this from the outset that my PC that has the sounds on it decided that it wanted to do an update right when the show was about to start. And we've been having them waiting, and I'm like very irritated behind that because I pride myself on being punctual and we've had them waiting. But that's okay because we're going to go ahead and bring them in now. Go ahead and do that and bring in Zeus and Zeno and. We have them here. So we're bringing in Zeus and, and Zeno from the ZZ Talk podcast. We're keeping all this into all of oh. it, keeping it all in. What's up, man? All right. What's yeah, going, going on? Come on, man. It's going all right. Um, how about you guys? Hanging Doing in, good. man. We're we're glad to uh, to have you on. Um, had a few growing pains. You know how this is since you've gotten into podcasting. How? Yeah. You know, oh, can you see my can face? Happen. No, we can see a Z though. Huh? What the hell's that? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, um, Zeus, let me, let me know that you guys were uh, Saints fans. So, you know, they had to rep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> But it's an old jersey. It's Freeman. So it doesn't... Yeah, yeah, I saw it was Freeman, so I, yeah. I, I, can, I can respect that. No, it's all good. What What even... Did, did we lose Zeus? Yeah. Yeah, looks like it. Okay. He'll be back. There we go. So you said uh, growing pains. Did you guys recently start? There we go. No, we just recently moved to, to YouTube, and it's always something or other, but we're going to give you guys a of applause. That's way too loud. <laughs> I was like, what was that? <laughs> okay. No, they got, they got higher technology than we do, uh, Zeno. They got, they got uh, sound effects and yeah. guests right, and shit. <laughs> right, right now, we're basically just you know, Iron Man in the cave. Just yeah, pretty much. Okay. Perhaps. <laughs> Now, for, for us, like, usually the intro for us wouldn't be so clunky, but um, like I was explaining to Zeus that my uh, my PC that house all the sounds decided, hey, is a good time to do an update right now? Absolutely. Right when we're about to start the show, that's fantastic. Let's do that right then. Don't worry. That's happened but, to Zeno, too. <laughs> like 4 a.m.? No, we'll do 1 p.m. <laughs> but um, just, to, uh, just to bring it in here real quick is that... Um, we're talking to the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast, Zeno and Zeus. Um, I guess the best way to explain them, and they'll do a good job explaining that, is that you know they're brand new to podcasting, and we just want to bring them in and allow people to get to know what you guys are doing, because I feel like what you guys are doing is great, and it's only going to build and go from there. So we just want to go ahead and get into it and get into it with you guys and get to know you a little bit better. I appreciate and it. Also. You know, I see what they did here, easy. You know, they got the Falcons gear yeah, on. Yeah. You know. Hold on one second. <laughs> one second. He gonna go put on his shirt. I told, I told Zeus. I'm gonna see my but I told, I told Zeus yesterday. I was like, yeah, we want to formally get to know you guys and all that good stuff. Even though I've been knowing Zeus for a lot of years, but 
um, we wanted to get into talking, and I know that some shit talking is going to come up. You know, up you only bring it out when, uh, when you need to. <laughs> and what makes well, this I see your, um, is... How many of your co-hosts are... Uh, oh, come on. Why you got to do that, man? That's just hey, a little low right You know there, what? That's, you know that's what? just what They've makes it one. so special. It's... All right. Yeah, it's I was gonna say you can't, you, know? you can't just you can't just get those everywhere. You know, you That's gotta true. earn that. We got uh we got three fourths of a of a Super Bowl jersey though. You <laughs> said three fourths, but no. Three um, of a Super Bowl to, to answer your to answer your question though, Zeus, as far as like who are fans of the Falcons on our show, we have two Falcon fans. One of the other hosts doesn't really watch sports all like that, and then the other one of our hosts is a Denver Broncos fan. Okay. So, so I like the two. I like the two other ones. <laughs> yeah, the two ladies on the show are big Falcons fans. All right. All right. <laughs> we we overlooked those flaws, and we're gonna overlook that as well. Just let us um, know, Ralph. I am gonna have to. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Sixteen. I am gonna have to get you to uh, to explain uh, that the the one story where you uh you where you said I gained your respect. You know what you're oh, talking yes, about too. We, we definitely, you know what, we can start, we'll, we'll start right there first. And this is how, I mean, Jesus, Zeus and I were always cool, but this, on this day, a friendship was born, okay? <laughs> so it was the day after the Super Bowl collapse, all right? Every Falcon fan is hanging their head. I'm in there, you know, I'm using old reference. I'm like, Peter Pablo, I roll into work. I'm waving towels. I'm like, <laughs> hey, what's wrong with you guys? Come on, <laughs> let's go. And um, I see... Zeus walk in and this dude chest puffed out Falcons from head to toe. I said, hey, hold on, man. I, I want to shake your hand because that <laughs> is fandom right there. You said, I don't care whether we blew this lead or not. I'm a Falcon through and through. And whether we win or we lose, man. I'm a fan. I'm wearing my stuff today. I'm proud of what we did. I was I'm, like, you know I was what? letting people know. I don't I care. Said, this uh -uh. Guy, I'm still repping my city. Man, I that, said, this is my guy. That's his love right there. Yeah. And he truly is one of the Falcon fans that I could deal with because he's realistic. He's not like thumping his chest out all the time. He's like, look, man, when they're good, he lets you know when they're bad, he's like, we're bad. And we been, hey. and I'm sure he would say the same thing about me with the Saints. I don't walk around like if we're bad, like, hey, we're this and this. I'm like, look, bro. Yeah, no, I, I, right I told now. you, I told him that uh, last night when he, we were texting, he was like, yeah, you know, there's going to be a little shit talking. I was like, well, you know. Falcons are one and five. We really don't got much shit talking to do. He was like, he, he straight up said, hey, the Saints are lighting the world on fire right now. So, you know, hey, that's realistic. You know, the division is still that. in play, you know? Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, it is, it is. But our three and two ain't the best three and two, but I know we're going to get into sports and stuff. But what I would, you know, like I said, I, I want to do is get to know you guys, your story. And the hope is that from what I've seen from watching you guys' podcast, that people who listen to our show will migrate over to you and vice versa. And that's the, that's the point of doing the matchup. So I, I wanted to start with uh, my first question. Let's start with the origins and work our way forward if we can here. Right. So I'm going to start with, with Zeno since I already, I, I, I know Zeus pretty well, but I still want to get to know both of you guys' stories. So Zeno, can you tell me how you guys met and how did this morph into, hey, you're cool. Okay, you're cool. We both like some of the same things. Let's do a podcast together. Yeah, it's actually one of my favorite stories. So um, <laughs> we have a mutual friend uh, from Macon. Um, she actually, I went to college with her and we remained, we remained tight, you know, after college. And um, she, she told me that she was, she had gotten engaged to this one guy and 
So I was like, oh, cool, yeah. So I was like, let's meet up, let's celebrate. So it was me, her, and her friend. And then I was like, what are you doing for your bachelorette party? And then they were like, oh, we're going on a, on a cruise. And then um, I laughed. I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if I showed up on the cruise? And they laughed. They were like, ha it would be hilarious. And then I left the dinner. I was like, yeah, I'm going to show up on that cruise. So, um, <laughs> so I called up uh, my friend, uh, Dane, and I was like, yo, you want to go on a cruise? He's like, yeah, bet. So we went on the cruise. And um, the point of that story is because on the cruise was uh, this friend of mine and her bridesmaids. And one of the bridesmaids is Zeus's wife. So um, at the wedding, um, after you know, meeting all the bridesmaids and their husbands, one of them was Zeus. And yeah, that's where, that's where we first met. We talked a little at the wedding, but it was at another friend's house party. Housewarming. Yeah, housewarming okay. party, yeah. That we really like got into conversation and like, yeah, this dude's cool. So. How many years back are we talking about on this? Three Four. years? Four? Yeah. Well, 2017. I know it was Three. 2017. The reason okay. I know it was 2017 is because my wife actually, so uh, 16, you know, about obviously about my twins. Um, yep. So my twins were born in 2017. They were in the NICU for two months. They came out of the NICU in May. In July, I took my family leave for my job. And that's when the cruise happened. So my wife has to go and leave her, you know, her fresh out of the NICU babies because she had promised, you know, she struggled with it. And I told her, I was like, look, just go ahead and go. You guys already bought the tickets. Yeah, just go ahead and go. Right. And then when she came back, she told me about, hey, yeah, there was these two guys that crashed the uh, the bachelorette party. And it was, uh, it was Zeno and his friend Dane. And then, like you said, at the wedding is where we met, but we didn't really, we really didn't kick it much. One thing I will notice, I will note, and Zeno can attest to this, is one thing we realize is like, yo, white boys really love the song Get Low. Cause <laughs> they really? rap, I'm for real, they rap the whole, I didn't even know you could, anything, people knew the, the bars. Related. Anything else, you can bet on it. A white guy's gonna know it verse for verse. Yo, so, I didn't even so, know people knew the verses of Get Low. I just knew the chorus. I was like, yo, y'all know the whole bar, all the bars. I was like, all right, cool. It's, so it's so funny you mentioned anything early 2000s because there's a bar in Athens, Georgia called um, 90s, 9 and then the letter D. Um, but they play like late 90s, early 2000s music. And that's like, that's their jam. They love it. Yeah, they know Get the low. lyrics to everything. I will, ne I will never understand it, ever. Between that, between that and and Flo Rida, I'll never understand. Right. They, they, they love them, man. But uh, it's hilarious. But yeah, so so then we met at the housewarming. At the housewarming is where me and him really got to kick it, right? Um, and I, I was me and him were laughing. I was laughing because Zeno was trying to holler at this uh, this really this really dumb chick, like like no misogyny intended, but she really and Zeno will attest she was dumb, but because uh, she just crashed the housewarming party. But anyways, so anyways, I was like, yo, this dude is real cool. So we became friends on Facebook or whatever. And that was in 2017. We never saw each other again. We actually haven't even seen each other again since then. Like, yeah, as far as I know, Zeus is only a torso. Yeah. Um, I'm not all sure. We know, all legs. we know is this of each other. Yeah. So it was like, we, we were on Facebook. We realized that we both liked a lot of the same things. You know, he's huge into movies, into shows. We're, we like the same kind of movies and the same type of shows. We're very opinionated. And then the one thing, because as the tagline on our on ZZ Talk is two regular guys who talk about everything and anything, you know, sports, pop culture, and a heavy dose of politics, we have a lot of opinion on politics. And I think 
the way that it was very organic how the podcast happened because Zeno did a um, and he can he can kind of explain further about he wrote an essay um, on on he com- he com- he put politics and Planet of the Apes together. Yeah. And, well, and, well, hold on. Ahead, let, me, explain, let me dive explain. into that real quick. So um, this is um, this is the weekend following the whole um, the George Floyd uh, murder, right? Okay. And you know the the country was burning. Uh, not so much at that time, but it was getting there. And you know everyone wanted to have their hot take and put it out on Facebook and all that stuff. I um, I'm always very cognizant about you know not putting out the wrong thing because I feel like anything that's on the internet stays forever. So I like I was writing a lot and deleting a lot of what I would write. And then finally I was like, okay, look, I know movies, so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna express my thoughts on this from the perspective of an of a movie allegory. So even though, as I even wrote in the essay, using Planet of the Apes as an allegory is problematic, considering that Planet of the Apes is kind of it has racist undertones, you know, with you know the the apes being subservient and then the regular, you know, that kind of thing. Yep. So, um, but I was basically writing it to to calm down white people, uh, <laughs> to to basically say, look, the reason why this revolution that you think is going to happen and you know. Uh, this whole thing of BLM being Marxist and they're trying to tear down your suburbs. Why that's not going to happen is because there's enough of us that feel comfortable, even though we are having this internal, you know, strife with what's going on. Yeah. Enough of us that feel comfortable that we're not going to mess that up just to burn down your suburbs. Uh, so anyway, it, it goes deeper into some stuff, but Zeus saw that and it was like uh, he he said we should do a podcast. Which I thought was hilarious at the time, yeah. And then a couple months later, here we are. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because I, I honestly, it was off the cuff. I told him, no, I told Zeno, I was like, "Hey, man, you should do a podcast." And he was like, "I've always thought about doing a podcast." I was like, "Yo, me too." And then he just started throwing things to me about how to create a podcast, and I was like, "Oh, this dude is serious." Okay. So then, we just a few few months later, we just decided to record, and then you know, next week we're gonna we're gonna record our tenth episode. So you know, it's a mm-hmm. it's been a it's been organic and it's been a fun journey, man. No, nah, man, like I said, again, you know, um, definitely uh, enjoy what you guys are putting together and uh, seeing it grow and everything. And it kind of brings me into my uh, next question and I'm going to toss it to my man, EZ, was, okay, so podcasts, they are, I mean, they're all over the place. Everybody's like doing one. Everybody's doing a podcast. It's become a bit a bit crowded. So what are the main things that make ZZ Talk like a show people need to listen to? Like if you're selling it to somebody who's never listened to your show before and I say, you know what, Zeno Zeus, I'm looking for something to listen to. Why should I listen to you guys? What are you bringing to the table that's different? Who's that question directed at? Yeah, you said easy. No, I said Z- Zeno or Zeus. I, oh, oh. Just... oh. <laughs> you want to take that? Both? I, I'd, love to, I'd love to know both of your, your, uh, your feelings okay. on that. Okay, so um, I think the way we pitched it to each other, uh, and like Zeus is saying, we're going back and forth with messages, and it kind of like, manifested itself. The way we pitch it to each other is um, it's the topic of the day or the topic of the week, but from the perspective of, you know, brown people, right? So the, the working title was Brown Paper Bag uh, Podcast, uh, BP Squared. Uh, but then um, it didn't work because, uh, one, I tried to use a snippet of DJ Khaled's Brown Paper Bag for the intro 
and you copyright strike. Copyright strike immediately. Like, Damn it. So okay, so I was like, well, that doesn't work. Um, so then we ended up. Uh, Zeus actually came up with ZZ Talk because uh, he, he was he was like workshopping some some names. Yeah. A lot of which did not work. And no. then he said, you know, ZZ Talk, like ZZ Top. I was like, I actually like that. Yeah. So that's how it came about. But um, yeah, so it's I mean, it's everyday topics, right? It's like two guys discussing, but from from our perspective, right? From the perspective of, you know, black and brown people. Um and, and we even see it in like, you know, movies and TV shows where you can tell how certain groups and certain conversations are framed depending on the perspective right the, the perspective of a white guy the perspective of a black guy hispanic guy so on and so forth so we wanted to give that perspective that's the nice. genesis of this yeah yeah so uh to to go on the the brown paper bag uh discussion uh one of the things that uh zeno was saying was like you know brown pa- you know like a brown paper bag you go to a grocery store because that's one of the things we were saying i was like yeah i don't want to just be about yeah. you know politics i don't want to be just about pop culture I was like, there's a lot of podcast, and you guys are, are, are a lot like this too, where you guys touch different subjects because it seems like what ends up happening is a lot of podcasts become centralized on just one type of thing. You know, yep. you, you listen to one podcast, it's only politics. You listen to another podcast, it's only, um, you know, shows and it's only movies. And I was like, no, I like, because the thing is that we have opinions on all those things. And one of the main things that, that and this again happened organically was, that we wanted to talk about representation, right? Representation in the media, representation in politics, because our, not only are we black and brown, but Zeno is also, he's African. He was born in Nigeria, ra- uh, raised for some time in South Africa. Me, I've, as most first-generation um, Mexican-Americans or any type of first-generation immigrants, I, I like to say that I'm immigrant-adjacent, meaning that I know a lot of their struggles. I understand a lot of their struggles. So I can empathize with uh, with immigrants, and obviously it affects me because you know there's a lot of immigrants in my family, right? So it was just like not only do we have the representation of black and brown, but we also have the representation of immigrants. We have the representation of uh, nationalities, you know. So the brown paper bag thing was like you know we're gonna grab things from the from the produce aisle, we're gonna grab things from the meat department, we're gonna grab things from you know from stationery yep. or whatever, you know, just different items, and we'll talk about different things, and we'll just we'll just give them our perspective and. And the first episode, honestly, was just that organic. Like, we, I think, <laughs> didn't we go in with not really knowing the topics we were going to talk? Actually, we never know about, really about the topics we we're going to talk about until we start. Um, so you guys can tell us if that's how y'all do it. But don't, when don't we start bad. the day. Huh? I feel bad. We do the okay. same. <laughs> just the day of. Like, the day I was like, hey, what do you want to talk about today? I was like, hey, this happened. All right, so let's talk about this. What's our top five going to be? Uh, we're talking about Ice Cube. All right, top five ever rappers, you know? And that's just how a lot of the stuff ends up happening. You know, we got a tiny bit better at that, easy, because when we were on when we were just on radio before we migrated to YouTube, we did a little bit more planning. We were able to do planning within the show on radio because we could take breaks and then kind of discuss things while while we play music. My my point was, though, as long as you can have a fruitful conversation about a topic, you really don't need that much planning, because like for us, you know, we'll have like five things on the on the lineup. And we might get through two or three of them because we just had such a great and in-depth conversation about those one to three topics. So that's why I was saying we really don't do like we plan. We have like an idea, like a blueprint of maybe which way we want to go. But we're not like 
hey, this is the lineup for tonight, like on a yeah, like ESPN or something like that. Where, yeah, you know, there's no there's no show um, run sheet in, in that aspect. So um, just again, we're talking to the fellas from ZZ Talk podcast, got Zeus and Zeno. Make sure you search them out on YouTube, search for ZZ Talk and also ZZ Talk features. There's a lot of Z's going around. EZ, what you got for the guys from ZZ Talk, man? Yes, yes, we do love the letter Z today. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I heard you guys mention that y'all like talking about politics. And as my brother knows, I love politics. Between sports, current events, and politics, like I'm here for it. So I'm very interested to know you guys' opinion on how do you think the election is going to turn out? And also, too, I'm assuming both of you guys live in Georgia. Um, chances that Georgia could actually go the other way. I'll, I'll take the, I'll take that one. So okay. um, very early on in the first show, episode, actually first episode, which I thought the first episode was really good, except you can't hear anything from my end because I had super bad audio. But um, the, the first episode, one of the first things we said was that one of the first things I said was that mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Georgia is going to be in play. And Zeus said he thinks Texas is more likely to be in play, which I thought was ridiculous. So, <laughs> red states, man. That's yeah, two red, red predominantly red so, states. But, but, I think... Oh, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. So I was just, just going to say, but I saw the progression there, right? 2016, not so much, but 2018, that gubernatorial race between Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp was so close, despite the fact that Brian Kemp was the Secretary of State and did all these things to suppress the vote. The and definition still, of inclusion. I, I, I didn't exactly. live in Georgia at the time. I was in Tennessee. I have no idea how y'all let that happen. Yeah, it was well, a how, national yeah. story because yeah. of how you know, just corrupt it was. So yeah. I was telling him, man, like, it's it's getting there, you know? And then Lucy McBath winning in um, the Georgia. Marietta, yeah. In Marietta, yeah, which is where I am, actually. Okay. Um, she, she won over here, which is, like, you know, unheard of because Marietta has been, I think, read for like the last 30 plus years i was like zeus man something's happening and i'm over here i do not trust these hillbillies and and freaking butt fuck georgia but you know slowly over time (laughs) slowly i've been seeing things and then you know are we allowed to curse yes say whatever you want say whatever you want Oh shit! I didn't even realize. I just did it again. This, no, <laughs> no, you good. You good? No, no. You this, this. I was gonna say this side of the internet is uncensored. So all right, cool. Y'all cool. can say whatever you so, want. So, uh, so what? So one thing you'll notice is I'm very progressive in my politics, right? I'm very progressive in my politics. Zeno, it, um, he says he's not centrist. He, you said you're more, more, more left of center. Is that we said, uh, Z? Yeah, I'm center left. Um, so, I, I, I mean, even in the primaries, I was supporting Elizabeth Warren. You know, who isn't you know moderate, you know, but she's not Bernie, I guess. So yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I'm Bernie on this shit. So <laughs> I was like, I do not trust that Georgia will be, but slowly it's been so much to the point that honestly, I wasn't even going to vote for Biden, but because of the because I was one of those people that just thinks like look we need to allow a third party to get five percent to get you know to be able to get financial funding but I was like Georgia's so much up in the air that I was like shit I can't even I can't I can't give some of these people the 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 BS notion that me voting for Hawkins is a vote for Trump and all that crap so I was like all right I'm not even gonna give you all that material to play with I voted for Biden because honestly it is up in the air right now. I don't think it'll ever be. We ne- we're never gonna have a Bernie Sanders winning governor in um, Georgia. 
but we can have a we can still we could definitely have a Democrat apparently now. Um, they let know. Roy Barnes slip through years ago, so you mm-hmm. just you know. So you know, and then and then, and then you know that John Ossoff um, race right now is very uh, very up in well, the air. So you know, it's a lot of yeah. That's what I was asking because you know it's tight all the way around. You look at both Senate races. You look at you know the presidential race. They all seem on paper to be very close. Yeah. Um, and to me, I didn't realize how big the state of Georgia was. I didn't realize there was over 10 million people living in Georgia. Like, I thought it was Atlanta, and then everything else is just like, you know, 3 million 8 million of those people live in Atlanta. That's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> you know, you look at these states like, like Texas and Georgia, like, you got a heavy mix of rural and these big-ass cities that are just yeah. very liberal. Yeah. And it's like, if if three-fourths of those cities, you know, turn up, you could really, like, win the election, you know? Yeah. And I'm just intrigued by Georgia because, like, to Zeno's point, or one of y'all had said it, like, I never thought I'd really see the day that that would happen. But, you know, you look at Atlanta, you look at, um, you know, Albany down south, like, around that area. It really could happen. And that's and I think I'm, the I'm the contributing factor, and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, uh, was you know, but the contributing factor is you got to think about before back in the day, Atlanta was like like this, right? Metro Atlanta was just Atlanta, but then slowly it's gotten bigger because now Metro Atlanta, technically, with all the amount of people that are, keep pushing out, that can include Gwinnett, that can start including Marietta, um, mm-hmm. that can start including like going further south, further north, you know, it's just expanding. And then you have places like Augusta that's starting to grow. Uh, you have places like Savannah that's starting to get bigger, even though if any of you have been to Savannah for a long time, you'll notice that Savannah is still very red. But it, it's, the, it's, we're one more transplant city, right? Atlanta's a transplant city. But then what's happening is a lot of businesses are, are blowing up and moving to further out, you know, further away from the airport and all that stuff. So people are moving. So you, you're getting a lot of people coming from different cities coming in. They're starting to uh, bring in their politics and their politics might be blue. And then it's just, we're also a heavily minority uh, run city now, right? So it's just like, we just know that we can vote blue now. So a lot of us are. And then um, one of the things that we talk about is our early voting experience this week um, in episode nine. And we realized like, there's a lot more people running to coming out to vote now, yeah. just because the vote is so contentious. And to your point about um, Atlanta no longer being just that you know small center, but it's like growing. You can even see it in um, the Atlanta Braves moving their stadium to Cobb County to but, their fan base. Yeah, to closer exactly. to their fan base. Yeah, yep. it's. It, I used to. I, I was living a mile from the stadium, and I would like. I, I actually bought season tickets for like the standing room only, so it's like three dollars a game. Baseball is so cheap. <laughs> So, so I could very, like, yes, very much so. <laughs> very yeah. much so. So yeah, it's expanding. Zeus completely spot on with that. It's like now, and, and with all the people coming in from from Hollywood to make movies here and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean that liberal influence. Atlanta. Atlanta really is a transplant city. I mean, me and sixteen are examples of it. Um, and there's just a lot of people that aren't from here that live here. Yep. You know, people from the Northeast that don't want to pay, you know, $2,800 for rent in New York. They can pay $1,800 here and, you know, still get the big city feel and everything like that. Um, My other question was, you know, 2016 was definitely a shock in some ways. Um, I personally feel like 
the Biden group has looked at everything Hillary Clinton messed up and said, you know what, you know, we're going to right the wrongs of all of this. So what would Joe Biden have to do over the next two weeks or what would have to happen for him to lose this election or screw it up? Um, you want to go, Zeus, or you want to take it? I was just going to say, honestly, the only thing that Biden needs to do is don't become polarizing to a lot of people who are voting for you. Just that's one, honestly, that's the thing that the, the, the reason Hillary, I knew Hillary was going to lose about three weeks before the election happened because it was just one of those things where there was a lot of people who didn't want her. Um, I've always pointed out to the fact that you could look at each group and see that there was probably something that each of them didn't like about her, not misogynistic more. Cause that's a, that's a lot of things that a lot of people like to go. I think that's a weak argument, honestly, to say that misogyny might've had a contributing factor to it, but it wasn't the biggest contributing factor. Right. It wasn't, if, if misogyny had anything to do with it, it was, about, it was, it was about like maybe like 20% versus there was other point, things that people didn't like about her. To, to, yeah, to um, your point, a lot of people weren't in love with her. No. Like, but, you know, it's 2016, Trump people, they love that man. You can tell yes. nothing. They had the signs in the yard. You know, they was at the rallies. And a lot of people that were voting for Clinton, including myself, were like, yeah, I like Bernie better, but yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, uh, here you go, Hillary. Take my damn vote, you know? Yeah, like. <laughs> I said this before, man. though. You can't, you can't ever, ever in your life underestimate when white people get, like, when they feel cornered on something. The racist white people, I should say, not all. Yeah. But um, there's no way in the world following a black man for eight years that they were going to vote in a woman. It just wasn't happening. They're like, that, no that's a good point. way. The radical, uh, you know, far right was not going to be there for that. It wasn't happening. And, and one thing I would say is um, the one thing that, say, for example, like you said, um, Easy, you didn't like her, right? Maybe I didn't like her you could look at different things because the one thing about her is she was very polarizing. I, I always said that one of the biggest factors I think that, uh, that, that the black community didn't like her was because of the way she treated Obama in the primary back in 2008. You know, a lot of people didn't like her, you know, basically, you know, they kind of, I, I felt a lot of people thought it was like a little bit of a personal attack to him being black, you know, just like, Oh, yo, like why are you, uh, why are you of, waiting for the primaries like they, to. A lot of people felt like they took, she took the black community for granted because of her husband. Yeah. You yeah, know, and, 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 and of, the one thing I said is like she was like she put out the whole uh, oh I'm waiting for you never know RFK you know how he got killed in the primaries like yes. like she said stuff like that and it was just like one of the things that and then also just like one of the things that me and Zeno talk a lot about uh, talked a lot about um, is the whole big tent right the Democratic Party has a bigger tent that they have to fill up you have far left center right center where ease the Republicans. Look at um, Graham, McConnell, uh, who else Who else talked talk bad about um, Trump? All these Republicans that talk bad about Trump. Ted Cruz. Ted, Ted Cruz. Cruz. Yep. He talked about his wife. But as soon as Trump has the nomination, they lined up. That didn't happen in the Democratic Party. You don't line up. That's the big, that's one of the things, the biggest contributor factor is that big tent. So as long as Joe Biden doesn't move away from trying to appease each person as much as he can, he should win. So I, I, I wanna um, I want to talk about what Biden can do to lose, but first I wanna address the Hillary Clinton thing. Um, I think the core reason of why she lost, uh, well, two reasons. One, the Republicans had upper research on her that dates back to her being first lady. 
right? Absolutely. And and actually, if you look at the um, approval ratings from like the early two thousands when she was um, when she was elected to the Senate uh, from from New York, she had high approval ratings within the Senate. Like people liked her. And then when she ran for president in 2007, 2008, that's when those, the opera research started to come back up. You know, they started painting her as, you know, basically not knowing her place, you know, because when she was, uh, when she was first lady, she was pushing for the, um, essentially it's like the Affordable Care Act, but for children, I forget what they call it. The, um, ah, anyway, it was an act that gave children, um, insurance or something rather but there was there was there were always a lot of things she would do that kind of broke the mold of the first lady position that people did not like and then they always tried to tie her back to the um to the clinton uh presidency and there, there was a mis misogynistic tinge to it especially when they would try to say that it's her fault that hillary and that that bill you know got some blowy in the, in the White House, yeah, it's like it, like none of that made sense to me. As far as the um, black people not voting for her because of certain things she might have done to Obama in the 2008 primary, I actually don't think that's the case. I actually don't think that many people were that um, concerned with eight years prior. What happened is, and, and you can tell it from the demographic breakdown in the black vote, 98% of black women voted for Hillary Clinton. 98% of black women understood that look. This is Donald Trump is a clear and present danger. We can't let this guy in. We gotta vote for Hillary. Black men, on the other hand, I think it was like fourteen percent of black men um, voted for Trump, something like that. Um, yeah. I, I think I think the idea of a woman being president affected men in a way that yes. yeah that they couldn't understand, and it, that includes black men. Do yeah. you do you think a minority VP? nominee would have helped corral everybody because I, I think i think so. i think that was the big thing that she missed out on and i'm not saying she had to do it you know because like bernie okay the party's pissed because they felt like bernie sanders got did wrong so you got a whole you know however many many million people that are, are pissed you got to try to get them energized to come on along and you know you got people saying well you know you know, Obama's not on the ticket no more. So, our, you know, people of color are going to go vote. You got somebody like Cory Booker, some other good potential candidates that you could have grabbed and said, hey, you know, run with me. Yeah. And you picked Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine and I yeah. just felt like that was just whatever, whatever air was in that balloon, it busted when she picked Tim Kaine. Because it's like, I don't Tim even Kane think she had to pick a minority. Honestly, just pick somebody who's a hell of a lot more inspiring than Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine was just boring, honestly. Like, like yeah. he didn't bring anything um, amazing to the to the to the, one thing I'll say about John McCain. John McCain, when he ran, he was smart for picking Sarah Very Palin cool. as a woman. But the but the reason that was also smart is just because she brought a brand new energy to it. A lot of people said it was a sugar high. You know, she brought the whole thing up, but then it went crashing after you realized her politics. But Tim Kaine, he wasn't even a he. Like you said, he deflated the balloon. If she had picked a guy, a, man, a white man, but a white man who might have brought in something maybe progressive or maybe just more inspiring, I think that would have helped her a lot better than yeah. And I, and I don't think it had to be a minority, but like that would have helped. When when you when your campaign is like wouldn't say fighting for its life, but you know that you're gonna be in a battle, 
You got to do something to get it energized. People don't have time to go research who Tim Kaine is <laughs> and figure out who he is and all this other stuff going on. Like, you got to bring in somebody with name recognition that you can get on the campaign trail with and go about your business. And well, I felt see, like... Easy, but that's the thing. They didn't think the campaign was, was on life support. You know, all the polls are saying that she was leading by 10 points, 11 points. But they so, were, like, nationally. But if you look, you know, and I'm big... Yeah, I'm state by state. Like, I'm true. big on it. I watch the polls every day. I go on Real Clear Politics, shout out to them, and they show you every day <laughs> which polls come out, who's winning, all that stuff. And, you know... Pennsylvania, you winning by two points. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not a, a good lead, it's especially within the margin of error. Pennsylvania should have never went red. You know, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, you winning by one, two points. You got a problem on your hands unless your internal polling is telling you something else. Mm -hmm. Like, I just felt like it was there. Like, the blueprint was there, and you just was like, well, it's Donald Trump, so they would never vote him in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she underestimated how polarizing she was, basically. Um, but sorry, I, I, I didn't answer the Biden question. So um, what can Biden do to lose? At this point, I'm sorry. I, 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 I feel like I need to knock on wood. I don't think there's anything he can do to lose at this point. What he could have done to lose was in the debates. Had he come to the debates, to the debates looking downright, you know, see now, or something like that, I think that could have made people be like, oof, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't vote for Biden. Um, I think he's, I think at this point, people have made up their minds with, um, what is it now, nine days to go? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think there's anything he can do further to change the tide. He's not gonna gain any more votes at this point, but he's not gonna lose anymore. I think now it's just, you know, is Trump all of a sudden gonna become presidential with 10 days to go? I don't see it. Yeah. I, and that's a great point. And one more thing, and I'll toss it back to my brother. Um, I read an article that was saying like polls are probably going to be the most accurate they've ever been this year because people are literally telling you who they voted for hmm. instead of, well, this is who I think I'm going to go to vote for on election day. A lot of people like us, like y'all said, y'all already voted. So if a poll, a poll calls you and says, hey, who you want to vote for? You're basically telling them who you voted for. Yeah. yeah, I got I got surveyed uh, uh last night, uh, not last night, last week on, on the toilet. So yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> they called me. I was in the bathroom. I was, I was like, yeah, I'll answer your questions. <laughs> <laughs> I got number time right there. <laughs> Don't mind the echo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if the toilet flushes, I apologize in advance. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. Uh, you caught me at the wrong time. <laughs> well, sixteen is back to you. All right, so again, uh, we just want to reiterate that we're talking to the fellas Zeus and Zeno from the ZZ Talk podcast. Make sure you go on YouTube, search for ZZ Talk or ZZ Talk Features. All right, so we just had a, like an extended discussion about politics. And with your show, um, you talk about a range of topics from sports to politics. So what's a subject that you guys haven't tackled yet that you feel like is next up to kind of get into? Something that we haven't tackled. Hmm. Um, well, as a broad topic, I feel like we've, we've talked about several broad topics, but to deep dive into it, one thing that we wanted to talk about is specifically superhero movies. Like we've, <laughs> yeah, like, like, cause that's a, that's a big thing that we have in common, right? And we've touched on, you know, the state of the MCU and all that stuff, the DCEU, mm -hmm. um, but not really gone. Uh, We're not talking about the DCU. 
<laughs> right. But not, not really gone <laughs> deep into it. And part of that is because of the times we live in. There's a pandemic and all these movies are being pushed back and we can't really dive into that. Um, but yeah, we definitely, our, our opening tag is, you know, sports, entertainment, with a heavy dose of politics. But I feel like the entertainment section is lacking quite a bit just because there isn't a lot of that yeah. going on, you know? Okay. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, it just... It just depends on where where the tide will go. Um, for example, there's been two episodes where a certain section took over a lot more than we thought it would. For example, Zeno came out. Um, so one of the biggest structures that we have in our podcast is our top five. I, um, M16, I heard you're the king of segues. So uh, that's what I saw uh, on, on yesterday's episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so, <laughs> so one of the things we try to do is we try to do our top how did that make its way to the aftermath <laughs> hey man i was watching man i was watching so <laughs> so so one of the things we do is we try to segue our top five into a subject right so for example um the same way you guys touched on um ice cube right yep. by the way how's that uh copyright going the uh pending. oh it's been okay all right all right uh, but uh I gotta look but, at the camera. Pen, pen. <laughs> <laughs> so the top five, this um, one was like, you know, we were tr- we were actually struggling to figure out a top five. And then I was like, well, we're talking about Ice Cube. A good segue would be a top five about our top five favorite rappers going into the Ice Cube conversation, right? And then one of the things that we've done, we did the previous episode was instead of a top five of top favorite whatever, we did top five things that we expect the Falcons to do because that was right when Dan Quinn and Thomas DeMitchell got fired. And another one was there was a lot of debates coming up. So Zeno came out was look, let's talk about the top five coming uh, debates. debates that that we should look forward to or we should pay attention to. So that's one of the big things that we do talk about, but it's based on what's either gonna be on the on the on the actual day is today or what's going to be what's the biggest thing going on right now, right? Um uh, Mulan came out. They had a controversy, you know, um, with the whole, you know, possibly them the filming Uber in a place Muslims. that had the Muslim internment. Something crazy, apparently. Well, yeah, yeah so Muslim internment camps. Yeah, two controversies: the the Uyghur Muslims and the internment camps, basically, and then the lead actress back in the police. You know, yeah, the, like the, poli- yeah, the police Kong brutality protest. in Tokyo and whatever. So we did our top five favorite Hong it? Kong. Hong Kong, sorry. Hong Kong, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Hong Kong. What do we do top five favorite, I think it was like favorite- uh, Disney an- Disney animated <laughs> songs. So, <laughs> hey, we try to pick up whatever we can, you know, just to, cause we like to have that little niche of top five, right? That maybe feels right. like that gets the conversation going. That is definitely the more difficult conversation. I think top five Disney movies, a lot of people can kind of spit off five, but animated songs, that's a good one. No, I, it I is. feel like that took a lot of thought and effort. I want to let y'all know this too, Zeus and Zeno. Y'all don't know this yet, but you guys are on the stupidest show that you'll ever be on because we've had conversations about um, top five like gr- grocery store fried chicken. That was a whole thing that took over a segment. We talked about that for like 30, 45 minutes. So I just wanted to... By the way, yes. underrated. Grocery which, store which... fried chicken. Oh, grocery store fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Publix is pretty good. That's what uh, we mentioned, Publix, okay. and then, so you've had and then it, 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 it morphed into, it was a whole thing. Like, we weren't even supposed to talk about that. It just morphed into Skip it, so Walmart. I understand. 
where you could Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. Skip Walmart. Walmart is Walmart's fried chicken. I had it. It was trash. No, 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 no. So you didn't. Don't get the fried chicken. Get the ranch wings. Oh, okay. It's right. it's it's a fried chicken wing, but it's got like ranch powder fried into it. It's great. You can okay. All right. or or just throwing it out there, just do your shopping at Walmart and then go to Popeyes or KFC afterward and leave the chicken at the grocery store. That or just, or just take my advice and go get you some. Oh, I see how I see how this took over a whole segment. It did. It it becomes a whole thing. It's a big argument, and then next thing you know, we got a whole episode behind that. I got a, I got another question. For you guys, and I'm gonna to toss it back to Easy because I know he he has something else for you. So, um, you guys are just starting out, you know, starting out a podcast. So, what would you say has been the most helpful feedback you've gotten so far? And then also, if you receive some criticism, do you feel like whatever negatives that came up, something it, it was something that you could use to help the show a little bit better? Um, for me, the most helpful feedback was. Look into the camera, like Joe Biden. Um, no, but the other thing was um, fix your audio. That's I, that's why I wear this all the time. So Zeus has the earphones. It's like barely noticeable, but like his audio comes out fine. I tried using my Bluetooth earphones and it was atrocious. So I just wear this and it's my gaming headset. So. Yeah, I was about to say, that's definitely a gaming headset. Are you, you see the controller? PS4. My man, I know I liked you, man. I like <laughs> you. Hey, after this, I'm gonna get your gamer tag. I'm gonna ask. Right, you. right. I'm I'm not a gamer, so uh, as y'all can see, I'm a reader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the books. You got the books. Yeah. No, that's okay. So actually, uh, what I'm else? Tell get some J J Labs. Get some J Lab. That's what I'm wearing. Even though these damn things don't stay in my ear right now, but these wireless ones they work really good. Suggest. I actually never wear earphones on on our podcast because I've actually figured out today because I'm in my office. And my office is, you know, as you can see, toe to toe with books on one side, different, everything has something on the wall. There's no echo. Mm. So if you've ever listened to our, I never wear these earphones. I just wore them today because I wanted to make sure that everything came out clear. Um, um, being a guest on your show, but I never wear those. But as far as criticism, honestly, <laughs> one of the criticisms my wife says is that she thinks we go on too long. But I told her, I was like, you don't understand how podcasts are. Um, podcasts can be a little now what that is one thing that we did discuss recently that we kind of want to kind of we don't want to sacrifice and i'm pretty sure you guys deal with this too because obviously there's six of y'all we don't want to sacrifice the conversation for the sake of time you know if the conversation is going great we don't want to stunt it because we want to take it down to 20 minutes or whatever so we still try to keep the conversation organic but we kind of want to try to see if we can tone not tone down but kind of compress a little bit of time just to have as much topics as we can but we also yeah. that's the biggest thing is like how do you compress time to have talk about everything you want but at the same time don't sacrifice the conversation itself to you know have a good show yeah and that's a great point because you know like i said earlier we have we'll have like five topics that we're ready to talk about and we'll only get to like two or three because the conversation was just so good with those two or three topics it's like you really don't feel the need to go to four or five because, I mean, if you did, you wouldn't have them four and five anyway, right? So yeah. um, that's that's a great point. Like, you know, we got six, so everybody's got something to say. And it's usually, but really, it's always some really good insight on stuff. So, yeah, we definitely try to just let everybody say their piece and, you know, keep the conversation going. Do you guys um, do like one really long clip or do you cut them up into different clips for like for your particular recording? Um, it's one long one. It, dep it depends. Sometimes, like, 
when we were just audio, um, it was more segmented. We could, I could break things up a little bit better, but now that we've migrated to, to doing video, we'll just go and it'll be one of those things where if it organically happens, it's like, keep that in. We're gonna keep that part in. We're not gonna edit that out. We, wanna, we want that to stay. But all the stuff that is kind of like run on or keeps going for too long, we could just edit that stuff out. So we just go and then <laughs> deem whatever's cool to keep in to keep in. So that's how, that's how we run that now that we migrated to YouTube. And another thing too, you know, when we're on the subject, I guess, about things, one thing that um, you guys can incorporate um, as far as like, well, I mean, you already do a lot of things right already. It's like, you guys almost seem like you're veterans at it already. So it's not like it's a bunch of stuff to critique with what you got going on because- It's all the Zeno, banter, man. The banter is it's, it's organic. The way he sets it up, like Zeno, are you like how I am? Cause I've been, accused of being not necessarily a control freak when it comes to stuff, but I just get obsessed with making sure that stuff is like, if we're going to be putting it out there, it has to be correct. Right, it has I, to be. I'm not going right. to let Zeno answer that one. Let me answer this real <laughs> okay. so you can get an idea. Well, that's the answer right there. So we recorded, um, I forgot what episode it was. And he was like, yeah, you know, this is like on a Tuesday. He was like, yeah, I'm going to have this set up. So that way I'm, I can really sit on Thursday and Friday. Right. I'll have all day Wednesday. I, I'm I'm at the I'm at the store with my wife and the kids, and he sends me a message. He's like, "Yeah, I'm done with the episode. This was Wednesday morning, like around noon." I was like, "I thought you said you were gonna have it on Thursday." He was like, "No, nah, I ended up editing, and I stayed editing until like four o'clock in the morning." And he had to work. He only had like thirty minutes of sleep to go to work the next day, on on that Wednesday. So, I hope that answers your question as to whether he he's now in regards to like the flow of the conversation. Now nah, yeah. it's very organic. We just we just do. Um, you know, we just keep going and then maybe uh, there'll be a time where maybe I'll end the conversation, like be like, all right, we need to move on to the next topic because we know if we keep going, we're going to um, go on for too long. But as far as the conversation and, the, and you know, everything that that's pretty organic. We're, we're pretty 50 feet on that. But as far as like the editing and getting all that stuff done, then that's all Zeno, man. He's uh, well, that, that's all him. He's I, MVP. I, I work from home, so it wasn't like a big thing to like wake up and go to work. I just flip over and turn on my computer. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, yes, that does happen. I do get a little neurotic when it comes to like, okay, let me, you know, do this editing and then you know, add this. So w one thing about me is I, I always feel like it's important to learn from the previous episode or previous thing that was done, right? And um, if, if anyone, you know, feels like taking the time to go through our 92 videos and see the progression, you can tell that over time, we're constantly getting it better and better. We're tightening things up. Um, you know, the it, just recently in our last two videos, we added, I think, 20 more seconds to our intro to show people how to get to the playlist and click on yeah. that and see all the, you know, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's like, we're, we're constantly trying to refine it to, to get to the best state possible because you know, it's a reflection of you, right? The work you put out is a reflection of, you know. Yes. Of you as a person. Absolutely. And the crew will tell you, because I am easy to laugh at this, but when we were audio only, when it came to dead air, I became like a drill sergeant. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to create extra work for me to have to edit out a bunch of 10 or 20 seconds of dead air. So please don't turn me into a tyrant and just keep talking whatever you do. I'd rather you keep talking about some complete bullshit long as we don't have any dead air. Yeah. So, so you'd be like, easy, yeah, my... say something. Now, like, yeah, something like, if y'all want to see like 
what 16 looks like as a control freak. Like we were talking about like the LGBTQ community and he was just sitting there frozen because he like could not control the conversation. And he was like, golly, please, like in his head, he didn't say this, but he's just like, please nobody say nothing stupid or like out of pocket. Like, please, like you could just tell in his face, he was just sitting there the whole time like, yeah. And then the conversation was like, oh, okay. Cause it's like, like landmines. <laughs> I'm like, somebody that's gonna accidentally say something, you know, that might offend somebody, even though they're not trying to offend somebody. So I'm, I'm, I'm sort of that, but you know, it's one of these things where we gotta, everybody like on the, the team sort of does their part to get into whatever the finished product. But this show ain't about us. It's about ZZ Talk and getting to know <laughs> you guys, man. It's about getting to know you guys. So easy, man, you got something else for Zeus and Zeno. All right, so we talked about politics. I gotta get into sports. On the outside looking in, as, as a Saints fan, I think it's time for you guys to blow everything up. Oh my God. <laughs> trade, okay. trade, trade your people, get some picks, and just start from the ground up. Are you gonna Except be like my, I was gonna say, no, go you gonna be like my boy the, uh, who's from the Patriots. He's like, hey man, how much you think Belichick can get for Julio Jones? Are you gonna be like that? Like, yo, think Sean Payton uh, trade for Julio Jones? <laughs> I think just just my perspective, I think you guys have a talented roster, but I just don't like y'all are I feel like y'all are in y'all could go either way. Y'all could either blow it up or y'all could like draft really well and try to build on what you have. I just feel like you could get a lot for a Julio. I feel like you could get a lot for a Matt Ryan. Um the Calvin Ridley's and the Deion Jones of the world. If you're not trying to pay them. Why are you trying to hold on to them, you know? But no. <laughs> they're young enough to where you could keep them on the team and they could be a core part of what you got going on, like, you know, of the, con- the continuous of the team. So, like – So, like I said, we had a top five of top five things that we think the Falcons will do or will be doing um, an episode. I believe it was episode eight or episode nine. And – Not um, nine. Oh, nine, real you're quick, right, Zeus, y'all episode eight. Yeah. Just real quick, y'all. Another thing that's gonna happen is you're gonna stop counting episodes here real soon. You're gonna remember. Oh, I'm sure. You remember that I'm sure. Here. After ten, you're gonna. After ten, yeah, I'm pretty sure. You're gonna. Are. You're gonna stop soon. <laughs> but uh, in episode, we talked about uh, top five things, and one of the things that I said, and I don't know if uh, sixteen of you had a chance to look at it, where I was talking about uh, that the new GM head coach tandem will probably have to be a six years a la Shanahan and Lynch, three years with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones in three years to rebuild after Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Cause I, I think these are the last extensions that they're t- those two are going to get unless somehow Matt Ryan just puts up MVP numbers again and gets them to the playoffs, you know, within that year. And then they're like, you know what? We just can't move on from him. And he does a team friendly kind of extension, but it's most likely going to be three years with, with, with Ryan and, and Jones and three years without. And some people saying maybe two years only, but I, I say three just because that's what's left on their, on their contracts. And it's a lot of dead, dead cap space. If they trade them, they're not going to trade them. That's one thing I'll tell you right now, unless the trading value is so amazing for the Falcons, they won't be able to trade them because you still have to take like $75, $75 million in dead cap space for trading uh, Ryan alone. So I don't think that'll happen. But yeah, as far as blow up, it seems like it's likely it's going to happen. I just think that, like I said, outside looking in, I think you could get a lot for a Matt Ryan. You and, probably could. I think you could. There's a lot of teams that are still, yeah, they're still hungry for a, for a quarterback like Matt Ryan. No, that is true. But I, I think I think they're more of a of a they're they're kind of doing they're not blowing it up, but they definitely are rebuilding. 
right? And then right now, what Arthur Blank did was he basically because if you kind of if you if you looked at last uh, last week's um, game against the Vikings, you know how when you see an interim head coach, he gets the interim vibes. Yeah, you know yeah. when Sean Payton was uh, what, so like when Sean Payton was suspended for that one year. Uh, whoever was the interim, you didn't get the he's the head coach. You got the interim head coach. You know, he's like, oh, I'm just here because I got to I gotta take this spot for right now. Right. With yep. Raheem Morris, you're kind of getting the whole, I'm the head coach, not an interim head coach. So it's kind of like, I think right now what Arthur Blank is doing is like, I'm just going to wait and see see what you do. You get me, you give me eight and eight, you're gone, right? But hey, you did a good resume for you to go be a head coach somewhere else. If you get me to the playoffs, then we'll talk about it. You know, if you do the miraculous turnaround, you know, there's seven seeds this year versus six. That I looked at I looked at uh the the playoff seeding from 2015 up to this year. There would be if there was a seven seed, I think two or three times an eight and eight team would have been in the in the seven seed. So it's still open, although with A B signing to the Buccaneers, it's kind of like you kind of get this uh, feeling that the the Bucks want to try to run away with the division, but I think don't that's... get me don't get me started on uh, don't get me started Look, on I, that. Like I said at the Dino, beginning Dino of the year, it looks like he he wants to say something. I'm, I'm oh, I'll, 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 he, he'll definitely have an opinion. So yeah. like uh, so like I said with the I'll just real quickly before I give it out to Zeno, the Buccaneers to me have the makings of a number one seed that loses to a six seed. That that I'll, that's all I'm gonna say. Like they got too many. You oh, know, I feel like they got too many. That's a hot take. That's a hot that's take right there. Take. I don't see that as an outrageous hot take because there've been two sides to the Buccaneers. There's the side that got destroyed by us, and then there's the side that beat Green Bay. Which one's going to show up? Like, yeah, exactly. I, I'm not so. They lost to Chicago for Christ's sakes. So, you know what you got? Hop on in, man. Well, yeah, what I was going to say with regards to um, just completely dismantling the team. Um, first of all, well, let, let me clarify. You know, you got two types of rebuilds. You got the blow the shit up like the uh-huh. Georgia Dome. Or you got what the Saints did where Drew Drew's is still there. You had all these pieces still there, and you just kind of drafted well until Hello. it worked out. Yeah, yeah. I float, floated mediocrity for a few years. Yeah, I think the latter is probably what the Falcons would need to do. So the way I see it, right, um, Ridley, Deion Jones, they're not going anyway. They shouldn't they're go not, anyway. They're right? not, and they yeah. should. Um, I think it was after we, we lost in week three um, when we were 0-3. And someone, someone said something. Oh yeah, it was after the Julio Jones um, dropping the touchdown. The gauge, pass. the gauge touchdown. Pass. Yeah, gauge to, to Jones. And someone said, and I think they were joking uh, on a, on this Facebook group called uh, Atlanta Bird Gang, whatever. Um, they said that we should trade Julio Jones and see what we can get for him. And you know, people were flaming that guy. Like, what are you talking about? Julio Jones is Falcons for life. I actually don't disagree with that. Oh, at least I didn't disagree with that at the time. And the reason I say that is because Julio Jones is um, the greatest receiver that the Falcons have have had. But Julio Jones also has this um, nagging issue. I think it's with his foot, or I don't think it's a knee issue. I think it's his leg. It's either the foot or the hamstring. All band aid team, (laughs) right? So, so he has this nagging issue, and I think there's still enough, um, you know, status uh, tied to his name there. That you can you can get a good trade for him, but if you if you try to extend it too long and people other teams start to see oh Jones isn't all the way where he's supposed to Looking be. Looking at you, AJ Green. 
Right. Jones isn't, yeah, exactly, AJ Green. So Jones isn't exactly where he's supposed to be. People will start wanting to offer less and less, and then his trade value just, you know, becomes a moot point. You already have your one, really, he's arguably 1A if you play fantasy Ridley, football. right? Ridley's right there. Yeah. He's, he he's, he's prime time. Yeah. Russell Gage, I'm an LSU guy. I the kid can ball. He went to LSU, okay? Like, if, if I, we started listing the LSU receivers, you'd be very impressed. He can ball. He's ready to go. What's the question I always ask with these players that you have on your team is, when you're considering trading them, I always say this is, okay, people in Atlanta love Julio Jones. He's an iconic figure as a Falcon. But you got to ask yourself this question, and I know it's going to anger the guys from ZZ Talk, but what winning have you done with him? That's the thing you got to look at. What winning have you done? No. And it's like, hmm. the, the, the question should be, has Julio gotten you closer to winning than, than if you didn't have Julio? You know, in, in baseball, they have this stat called um, wins above runs or something like that. Where yeah. it's, yeah, it's like you, you can tell the individual um, contribution. Sorry, you can, yeah, you can tell the contribution of an individual player, uh, despite the fact that, you know, the Dodgers have, you know, 100 wins in a 162 game yep. season if they pulled out Cody Bellinger or pulled out this person would they be that high or would they be even better so I think with Julio Jones and the, the Falcons answer to that is no by the way <laughs> right right exactly um that was a heartbreaker pull out, for the pull, out, pull out your jersey again real quick this is what I meant by what winning have you done with him what I mean is the hardware to show the fact that winning was done with him there but is look, none. If you look at the stat look, sheet, that ring stat sheet is empty. But then the Easy question would be, the, so I know we haven't won, yeah? We don't have hardware. The question would be, would we even get to the point where we are in the talks of winning? Without Julio winning? Jones would have won us that Super Bowl if Kyle Shanahan's stupid ass had ran the ball. That catch would have been the oh, Super Bowl yeah. winning catch. That would be the highlights. <laughs> but but, but that, was the, that was the problem right there, right? The thing with the Saints that y'all had that year was your coach was smart. He first of all he did that trick play right the the onside kick like I ain't gonna lie like I, I hate y'all motherfuckers but that play I'm like yo y'all y'all should throw up that play every single time somebody talks crap and just throw that out but like look this is what, and then what happened that got y'all steamrolling it got Peyton he Manning played, out of the game and then he did he that uh, game ending interception he played the Super Bowl the way you're supposed to he played it as fortunately it's been us since we got there is you play that Super Bowl like you're never going back. And that's exactly, what he did. and that's the problem is is you let Kyle Sh like this is the Super Bowl you letting him still do his thing. I was like, once he saw Matt Ryan one time step back, and then um, um, somebody got a, a foul or something like that. Yeah, you Matthews. need to. I'm with no, Zeus. You get you get in his face. Start no, you walk over to ball, him. Hey. first of all, you got Freeman doing MVP numbers yes. right now. He that's could right. easily. The worst case scenario is he scores a touchdown. The best case scenario is you 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 get a field goal and then you ice the game. And, you and go get in his face. I know this doesn't help the situation, but you're right. You're right, Zeus. Kyle Shanahan has ran the ball like sixty percent of the time in San Francisco. He learned from his mistakes in that Super Bowl because San Francisco yeah. well, ran the ball not so much because he, he started throwing the ball around again against in the uh, San Francisco. We, we watched the Super Bowl the together. If Jimmy Garoppolo hits Emmanuel Sanders in the hands, that game's over. He called the right play. Well, Emmanuel I, Sanders. And that's why Julio Jones did get that catch, right? 
So once you do that, and I think the problem with, uh, I'm going to say one thing. One of my friends said, because uh, I asked him about what do you think Julio Jones' problem is. Julio Jones, he's like, he doesn't think it's his problem, but he's like, the reason Julio Jones decided to take all that money was because like, all right, you guys aren't serious about winning the Super Bowl because I won y'all Super Bowl. Hey, I'm just going to take hey, as much money as I can. He said the same thing. He's like, hey, I ain't winning no ring. So I ain't winning no ring here. I might as well get paid. Might yep. as well get paid, exactly. Get the bag. But, and I see, I can tell, I can look at Z. Zeno, I can look at Zeno's face. Zeno is a hardcore Falcon. Like you can see, like I, like Zeus, I knew you were, but Zeno's like, don't be oh, shredding on my Falcons, <laughs> man. You can see it on his on his I, face, not, man. I, unlike my brother, I in 2016, I was like, bro, I, not to, to be the bearer of bad news. They're the most talented offense. They're rolling. They were. Don't be shocked if they win. Like Ooh, I was plotting on your demise. I'm sitting there like in my evil lair. Like please do not let this happen. He was, but um. Zeno, you made a great point. I just look at it. If the if the if the Minnesota Vikings can get a first round pick and three other draft picks for Stephon Diggs, you mean to tell me you couldn't get that for Julio and more? I, that, that's why I'm like, you got to find the right team to do that. You know, yeah. if you, because the thing is though, you also got some guy Bill O'Brien trading Andre Hopkins, who I think is the best wide receiver in the game today for a second rounder. So it just depends on who bites at what and who offers right. what. I think if you make if you make that Julio Jones now, like following that um, game against the Vikings, then you can get something better for him. Because I think his I mean, draft stock, is his know. value went up. I don't know if y'all play fantasy football, but... Zeno does. So Zeno, hey, the guy that got Julio in my league, I, I hit him up. I was like, hey, what you want for Julio? so if i'm doing it in fantasy i can only imagine what you know nfl gms are doing i've drafted ridley every year that he's been in the league because of julio because i know that yeah everyone's double teaming triple teaming julio so the second guy is gonna get numbers which ridley has been doing um so i think the problem though now is from a fantasy perspective it's gonna be a julio week a ridley week a julio week a really you know that's if the offense does what they're supposed to do. Yeah, um, in um, in our league, um, the guy that had Calvin Ridley, he traded him this week for easy. Nobody, nobody cares about your fantasy time team. Out, time out. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm talking to Zeno. Anyways, I'm saying, uh, nobody cares about his. Nobody cares about his fantasy I'm, team. No, that's I'm, like I'm, the worst guy. That's the worst guy to corner you at the office. Is the fantasy football guy. Hey, I love fantasy football. Man. <laughs> I'm trying to see if this is a fair trade because it happened in my league. The guy that had Ridley, he traded away Ridley for Cooper Cup, um, a running back, and I want to say Brandon Cooks. The running back doesn't even have a name. Um, so. JD McKissick. JD McKissick. Oh, McKissick. I'm okay. You know what? I think y'all need y'all two go like uh, y'all can have like a, we have a thing called ZZ Feet where we have a guest, and it's usually it's it's only been Zeno so far, but it's supposed to be either him, myself, or both of us interview somebody. I think y'all should have, y'all can have your little fantasy because like yeah uh, we because me like like sixteen hear. said we don't care about y'all fantasy. so no. so I, I, <laughs> I actually I actually don't mind that trade I, I think Cup has <laughs> no, no I think Cup Cup has his games where he like puts up numbers I just think Ridley is a lot more consistent so the fact that he threw in another wide receiver as almost like a handcuff and then you have McKissick is uh, you know I think that's a it's a decent trade. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But we can go back right. to y'all gonna have your fantasy Sorry, league, uh, your fantasy league special. <laughs> Jeez. 
I'm telling you, that's the worst guy to corner you as fantasy football guy. Guess you know, what? you put your arm on your. It's, arm like, it's, like, a, it's like a vegan, a vegan desperate to tell you about how he's a vegan. Uh, fantasy football is desperate to tell you that he want a fantasy. And when you over here tomorrow watching Red Zone, just know when I know he's like for fantasy down, for fantasy I'm purposes. Celebrate because but it's but it's cool because I could just clothesline you because I'll be five feet away from you. But seriously though, um, um. We got a little game that we play with our guests here, but before we get to that, I did have one um, one um, last question with that is, if you could just tell everybody sort of like your schedule, when you drop shows and anything else that we didn't cover as far as where to find you online. And then, like I said, we got a, a game that we play with our guests here on the aftermath here. So yeah. anything. So we generally try to record on Wednesdays um, so that we can, we can uh, start dropping episodes or oh, clips, sorry, on uh, Thursday, right? Because what we do is we have like a recording of like two hours um, length and then we chop them up into clips that we're trying to limit to like 20 minutes uh, and then we put them in a YouTube playlist, right? So over time you start seeing the clips drop and it's like, oh, there you go, News Easy Talk um, clip. Um, as far as how to find us on YouTube, um, you can type in ZZ Talk, but more than likely you're going to see uh, ZZ Talk. videos from ZZ Top. So um, probably try ZZ Talk, Zeno, and Zeus. Zeno is Z-I-N-O. Zeus is, you know, God of Thunder, Z-E-U-S. Um, so ZZ Talk, Zeno, and Zeus. Uh, it's long-winded, but that would be a good way to, to find our clips. Like and subscribe uh, so you can see when we drop new clips. Yeah. Um, I like what he did there. He just stuck that in there. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> and share. Uh, share as much as you can. Uh, but uh, And also you'll notice that it depends on who's saying it, but it's either ZZ Talk with Zeus and Zeno or ZZ Talk with Zeno and Zeus. It just depends on... <laughs> so, so, so you know what I started doing with the when I upload the videos and I do the description? I If, if I'm the one who does the intro, um, that episode, I say Zeno and Zeus talk about yada yada. If you're the one who does the intro, I do Zeus and Zeno. I don't Zeno know if you noticed yeah. that. So. But yeah, for right now, we only have the YouTube page. Um, we're hoping to build that up, right? Um, we have all the audio files. We're, it was actually supposed to be just a podcast. We have all the audio files, but it's been YouTube so far. Yeah, so we're hoping, uh, well, we're just hoping to expand that, you know, um, trying to get... Uh, like you said, like and subscribe. Uh, and honestly, he's being modest in, for me because in reality, it's based on, unfortunately, it's based on my schedule just because uh, I have the wife and the kids and then my wife works overnight. So it just depends on when she's off so she can watch the gotcha. kids while I record and all that good stuff. Uh, and so Zeno, thankfully, he's uh, he, he uh See that room behind him? That's the small room in the big ass house that he 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 gets to own by himself. You know, uh, he doesn't have to share it with a bunch of people. But uh, <laughs> I, I like having my space. <laughs> yeah. So so he uh, so honestly, it just depends on. But we try to do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. There's been occasions where Saturday we recorded, but you know, uh, one time that was just a uh, we called it the convention on the convention where we talked about the convention speeches. And then another time I was just asked the only time I could record. So hopefully we try to drop Tuesday, Wednesday, we try to record so we could drop on Thursday because one of the things that we do have currently, and that might change once football is over, because currently what we try to do is we try to drop our, um, our recap of the weekend football and yep. then our predictions of the weekend football. Yeah. Cause we, okay, we have y'all pick Carolina that, uh, in, your, in your picks. I saw that. Yeah. Zeno's I was waiting to see. right now. 
you know. Yeah, I see oh, both yeah. of them pick Carolina for the upset easy, by the way. Why are you buddy enough to your boy Zeno with all his fantasy picks? He picked against your squad to take an L tomorrow. I'm here, I'm hey, look, it hurt my heart when I picked New Orleans one time and then I lost. Oh, so, well, well, if we soured you like that. I'm, yeah. I'm interested to know with no Christian McCaffrey. Um, now, Robbie Anderson might go off. He's in my lineup, by the way. Um, I'm very interested to know why y'all picked Carolina. All right. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you why I picked Carolina. Um, it's, it's the most concrete of reasons. Um, it's because the Falcons need the Saints to lose. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was purely based on the numbers. It was it's not based yeah, on yeah, it's, it's the statistics. The game, yeah, um, I was waiting I mean, for like a Teddy Bridgewater had a nah, bad game. He's gonna bounce back. I was no, kind of none of that. No, I, actually, I think I did the That's the reason why I chose New Orleans. Um, I'm sorry, no, Carolina was, was because sh- Terry Bridgewater. I feel like he's he's gonna be back and forth, or he's gonna have amazing games, or he's gonna have bad games. And I feel like this one's gonna be a great game where he's gonna have, and then. You know, I like New Orleans. Because I thought you guys were going to pick against us every week. Like, I was shocked that both of y'all picked us against the Chargers. Because I, wa- I watched the show, and I wanted us to specifically hone in. I want, I was like, I want to see who these two Falcons are going to pick when it comes to us. Are they hey, going to be look, objective? One thing you'll learn about us is, look, like I said, I'm very progressive, right? But I'm objective. I try to be as objective as I can be with the politics. Same thing with football. I'm going to try to be as Wait objective as I can oh, with the But with aren't the you the guy... Wait, hold on, Zeus. Weren't you the guy who posted on his personal Facebook, man, this pandemic is hell, but it still fucked the Saints? I remember that post. I mean, that's true. It still <laughs> fucked the Saints. Y'all win. Hey, congratulations, but fuck y'all. You know? <laughs> I could come it up with 28... Is, I could oh, come up right. with 28 reasons why that's bad or three reasons. Oh, he had to go there. He had to go <laughs> there. All right, guys, hey, I have Zeno, to go, let's but... put a bounty on him. Let's put a bounty on him. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right but um we definitely appreciate which you guys aren't off the hook yet because we got a little game that we play with our guests on here it's called don't at me where i'm gonna come at you guys with a bunch of rapid fire questions and you answer it like it's telling somebody like if you are online like hey man don't at me it's like saying i said what i said basically so you give your answer and then you'll say don't at me so and easy you can tell them man i do not make this easy at all all right so we're gonna have some fun with this Huh? Y'all, y'all ready? Oh, I'm sorry in advance. Mm. Okay. We have theme music and everything. Who, who's gonna go first? Is it? Are you okay. gonna say? So he'll ask the question, and then um, you know, one of y'all give the answer. The next person gives the answer, and then uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Yep. So that's how that's how that works. I'm actually start with you with this one, Zeno. This first one. What's the better movie snack? Popcorn or nachos? Popcorn. Don't at me. There you go. Zeus. Nachos. Don't at me. I'm Mexican. Easy, what about you, man? It had to be nachos. Don't at me. See, see I wasn't going to say that, so I'm glad to say it. <laughs> I'm cool with it, man. <laughs> I'm realistic about it. <laughs> nachos just get you punched. Yeah. Some certain answer is true. The correct answer is popcorn. Don't at me. Okay. All right. Um, for, for me, uh, the answer is yes. Actually, yes. <laughs> one, one, one each, right? Mix them yes. together. They'll do the same just, I love nachos, but they're just too messy while you're trying to watch a movie. The theater's got that reclining chair, so you over here eating them like this. See, here's the oh. hack, though. When you're out with your wife or your girlfriend or whomever, you know, you get her to get one, you get the other. Best of both My worlds man. right there. My Bam. Man. All right, here's the next one. All right, I'll start with Zeno again on this one. Zeno, which one is more true? 
Taco Bell's drive-thru is slow or Chick-fil-A's drive-thru is fast? Chick-fil-A's drive-thru is fast. Don't at me. Chick-fil-A's drive-thru is fast. Don't at me. Which one's right. more true? Right? true. The, um, Which one the, is more true? The, yeah, more true, right? Okay. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it's Chick-fil-A. But I've never heard of Taco Bell being slow before. That's interesting. Oh, they are slow, brother. They are slow. Hey, not at three o'clock in the morning when you're the only one there. Uh, no. All right. Not the only one there, unless. Yeah, no. Taco Bell is popping at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was about to say, especially on the hey, college. Uh, thing. I haven't. Uh, I haven't been out in a long ass time, so I don't know how Taco Bell. <laughs> well, the drive-throughs are at three o'clock in the morning. No, they literally got rid of everything on the great things on. Yeah, the I know. I saw that. Yeah. All right, here's the next one. I'm gonna start with you on this one, Zeus, because it's more up your alley too, but we'll see. Who is the better in-ring performer? Ric Flair or Shawn Michaels? Oh, Shawn Michaels, don't at me. Uh, Shawn Michaels only because I think Ric Flair is a little before my time. Don't at me. I know they were around the same era, but yeah. Is it? Mr. WrestleMania, man. Mr. WrestleMania, uh, don't at me. Are you out of this question? Yeah, well, no, it's Shawn Michaels, don't add me. And, and because of Zeno's answers, Ric Flair's before my time. Um, I was going to say that if you could just take everything out of it and put somebody in the ring as just their craft, Shawn Michaels might be the greatest wrestler who ever lived, ever, when it comes to selling the whole nine. But it's something about Ric Flair, man. Like, it's just something about that dude, man. My shoes cost more than your house, man. It's just something about that guy, man. All right. Uh, he, he, had that, he had that swagger for sure. Like, Ric Flair was a showman, but wrestling-wise... Y'all are going to get the most don't at me questions because we never had simultaneous like guests before. So y'all going to get even more than what we used to get. All right, here's the next one. Zeus, Powerade or Gatorade? Oh, Gatorade, don't at me. Gatorade, don't at me. It's Gatorade. Even, right. though, even though I went to UGA and, you know, F Florida, but Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite flavor? Zeno, what's your favorite uh, Gatorade flavor? The orange. Uh, I'm bland, man. <laughs> I like the orange. No, that's not bland. Zeus, what about you? What's your favorite flavor, man? Uh, Blue or red. It doesn't matter which one. As long as it's blue or red. Okay. Easy. what about you? What's your favorite flavor, man? It's definitely a Cool Rush, for sure. Okay. Oh, I'm cool drinking. Rush, my man. I'm drinking uh, Riptide Rush. Don't sleep on Riptide Rush. Hey, you went to UGA? One? Yeah, I did. Damn. I, hey, man. Falcons fan and UGA guy. Look, man, and I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if you follow the Premier League, but I'm also a Newcastle United fan. So Golly, you know, I just support you, losers all around. You getting wow loyalty, man. Wow, <laughs> one of them's gonna win. They, they gonna be your pallbearers, bro. Because the <laughs> they never lost three of them. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So I got the uh, next one here. I just decided to stop the the theme music. It's cool. Y'all get the idea. All right, so Zeno, which one do you feel is harder to win? A Super Bowl or an NBA championship? Um, NBA championship. Well, don't ask me. You All want right. me to explain why or no? Yeah, I'll come, I'll come back around and I, okay. I'd love to get your explanation. Zeus, okay. what about you, man? Uh, I'd say Super Bowl, don't at me. All right. Is it? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would go with... A Super Bowl. Damn. It's a good ass question. I think that is. I think I'm gonna say NBA championship because a lot of there's not many teams that have won a lot of them or have won any at all. 
Like it, at least the Super Bowl, everybody's sorry guys, but at somebody <clears throat> majority of the teams have at least appeared in one or have won one. You know, the Patriots and the not. There's only like three or four teams that have like five or more. Man, this whereas it's a, NBA like Lakers, it's, Celtics, like. It's, it's a Super Bowl, man. It's the hardest thing to win in sports because so many things have to break your way for you to win one. Yeah. You know, an NBA championship, I'm not saying it isn't hard, but more times than not, the best team in the NBA wins. You get some randomness in football where you catch a, you know, a hot wild card team that can both the playoffs. And, yeah, and, and here's why I say NBA championship, because in the NFL, the players don't care about what city they play in. Like, in the NFL, if your team's good, they're going to want to join your team. They don't care if it's in Green Bay. They don't care if it's in L.A. They're going to want to play to win a championship. Whereas in the NBA, you got to have a big market, um, and you got to really try to, like, convince players to get there. I think the NBA championship is harder now because – You didn't think LeBron was close to going to the Memphis Grizzlies? That, but that's uh, – <laughs> you, you just made my point. So I lived in Memphis. I lived in Memphis. I wanna, I wanna, I wonder Zeno's explanation on why. Why did you say NBA Zeno? Yeah, so that actually is also the point I was making. So um, first of all, you, you said that the Super Bowl um, might be harder because you know you could have a wildcard team that just breaks one win and then wins. That's why it's easier because it's literally any given Sunday, and the seventh seed could end up well, six seed could end up you know winning it all. Looking whereas at the New York Giants, right? Whereas in the NBA, right? First of all, because you have a smaller team, a, a smaller starting lineup out there, individual performances carry greater weight. And so when you have all these superstar teams are just like, oh, we're going to get LeBron and um, Anthony Davis. Uh, we're going to get this and that. Then you, you've basically reduced the, the sample size of potential winners. And whereas in the NFL, it, it literally is anyone that's in the playoffs could have right. those good games and win it. So I, that's and, why I think the NBA is harder. And also, too, like, you so, you know, Zeus made it. The point, the Memphis Grizzlies, I lived in Memphis for three seasons, okay? They make they were making the playoffs every year, and they knew they weren't going anywhere because mm-hmm. you're not recruiting a big-time player to go play in Memphis. Yeah, Hawks like, made it 11 years in a row to the playoffs. Nothing. Yep. That's what yep. I'm saying. The, the NBA, Man, a, the, the, the pie chart. Like that could have been a whole – that question could end up being a whole a whole show. Maybe we do another mashup on that and, and go into that further. I got two more Don't At Me questions for the guys from ZZ Talk. All right, Zeus, what's the better of these two bad movies from the 90s? Mortal <laughs> Kombat or Street Fighter? That's easy. Oh, damn. That's easy. Come on. No, not for me. No, I'd say Street Fighter, don't at me. What? Yep. Mortal Kombat, don't at me. John Claude Van Damme, man. That was when John Claude Van Damme was the shit. Hey, yo. Yes, sir. The Street Fighter movie had probably one of the single greatest movie lines of all time. Oh, the 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 line by M Bison where he was like, "For it was the greatest day of your life, but for me, it was Tuesday." That's a brilliant line. Other than that, that movie was trash. <laughs> whereas, whereas okay, Mortal Kombat, you said Kombat, the worst, the best worst movie. No, it, the it, best. It, of it the, worst. the best, the best bad movie of the nineties. Yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat, for for what it was, and for you know the production budget and other stuff, they actually did something that no other 
um, video game movie had done in its time, which is make a watchable video game movie. Problem is that they wanted to um, to to make more money off of that, and then they went and made a sequel, an, an, an Annihilation. Annihilation, um, yeah. yeah. Like a year later, that was absolute trash. But no, Mortal Kombat is better than Street Fighter. But is sorry, you, man. <laughs> no, it's definitely Mortal Kombat. Yeah, All right, I'm. I'm not gonna. I mean, both of these are not bad ones to start with, but I'm saying the better of the two. Like, if I if one of them were to come on, which one would I sit down for? Based on just that line that Zeno and I were talking about is Street Fighter. Just based <laughs> on that line that's alone. A, that's a I'll, fantastic line. It really is. And it got wasted on such a god awful movie. Yeah. All right, <laughs> last one, and this is staying with the movie theme. Worst third movie in a franchise. Spider-Man 3, the Tobey Maguire, or Iron Man 3? Oh, Spider-Man 3. I actually really liked Iron Man 3. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> we don't have we're, this, we're uh, on the same wavelength, easy. Sp uh, Spider-Man Spider 3, don't at me. Uh, me and Zeno actually are going to have, uh, so he, he was saying we're going to talk heavily about uh, the MCU. We actually have a plan for up until Black Widow gets released to do a breakdown of each movie. Um, and I have a feeling me and him are going to have a very interesting conversation about Iron Man 3 because I found so many flaws in that movie. Oh, so, they ruined, but, they ruined the but Spider Man how 3 was, was horrible. Yeah, it was just. Bad. How the fuck do you ruin the man? You know what? I'm going to start an argument with, with, with that part of it because I'm like, how in the world did you, did you ruin that? But even in saying all that, it's Spider Man 3 is the worst of the three. If you talk about which third movie is worse, I mean, what a disappointment that was. It killed the whole franchise. They were like, you know what? We're just going to throw this whole thing in the yeah. trash, and we're, we're just going to start over. Yep. But, uh, I will, hey, my favorite I will line in that movie, though, is uh, uh, Venom saying, hey, yo, Spider Peter, my spider senses are tingling. What? <laughs> yeah, he was, talking to, he was talking to Mary Jane. He was like, my spider senses are tingling. Oh, that shit cracked oh, me up. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we definitely uh, enjoy playing Don't At Me with the guys from ZZ Talk on the Aftermath. They're going to get the high budget applause if it's going to work right. There we go. High budget applause. Yes. I like I like Don't At Me. That's a nice game. Isn't it? Appreciate nice it, game. man. Appreciate it. So um, I just wanted to say to cap things off that it was just a pleasure, you know, sitting down, getting to know you guys, talk to you guys. Like me and Zeus, we go back a lot of years. He's a guy that I really like. And just from listening to the podcast, you know, you come off as a very likable person, too. And you guys have a great thing going, and we're just uh, we're happy to have you on the aftermath today, man. We definitely appreciate the time for sure. You know what's the gamer tag? It is K A Z I N O. Cool. I'll be sending you a request. Yep. Yeah, and and hey guys, thank you for having us, uh, letting us talk about the show. Um, it's been fun uh, meeting fellow podcasters slash YouTubers, and yeah, Zeus. Hey man, this is this is great, man. I really appreciate uh, uh, M16. I appreciate you uh, reaching out to me about uh, doing this. This is awesome. Uh, we have, like we said, we have our own thing called ZZ Feet, so we'll definitely have one, two, three, maybe all six of y'all. You know, so uh, cool. we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. It sounds like this is going to be a good uh, a good partnership uh, between uh, between fellow podcast enthusiasts. You know, I got, I got one more trade for Zeno, but we don't have to put it in the oh. report. <laughs> it we don't have, I said, like I said, we don't have to put it in the record. We can turn it off once we're done, and I'll ask him his opinion on it. Please, because again, I have to tell you, bro, nobody cares about your fans. Again, that's <laughs> why I said we'll do it after recording. Oh, Jesus, man. Man. Fantasy oh, man. football is big. I have this huge trophy that we have for our league. It's actually this is our tenth season, and uh, I, I take great pains <laughs> to be a good commissioner for it. 
So people hey, love uh, it. M16. Yes, sir. Real quickly, which one's worse? Fantasy footballers <laughs> or vegans? I'm telling you how passionate they are about their respective. Go ahead. Don't it's definitely vegans. Oh, oh <laughs> no. It's the... No, it's the fantasy football guy by no. far. Oh, by no, far. No, 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 Don't okay, add me on, on that. Hold on, Tom. <laughs> I'm about to go on my little tangent. The only reason he bashes fantasy football is because he played one season and nobody wanted to trade with him. I said yeah. it. There it is. Nah. If he would play with me, he would have a bunch of people that are interactive, that want to trade, that want to do. You want to know what my favorite, uh, my favorite line about fantasy football is? Fantasy football is for people who suck at fantasy and football. Oh wow! <laughs> well, we'll let the record show I was good at football. So don't get this don't get this guy started on, on that one. But um, but you know, like I said again, I just know that this is not the last time that we're gonna speak. I'm sure we're gonna be mashing it up plenty over the next week, you know, weeks, months, and as y'all continue to grow your podcast. And also want to let y'all know if y'all didn't know and put it to the people that are gonna um, watch on YouTube that. Um, the radio show, we're available on audio as well. So we're on every podcast provider known to man. So whether it's Apple, Spotify, Deezer, we're on Amazon. We're even on a couple of podcast providers out in India as well. Shout out to so, Ghana. Ghana. All right. So that's, Ghana. That's that's my neighboring country. I'm from Nigeria. We got a couple of listeners so out there too. But, there. Yeah. Even though he's not talking about the country. <laughs> no, it's a it's a podcast app called Ghana that we're on too. That's out in India too. But we're oh. we're all over the place. So I don't know if you guys have been on audio yet, but you'll be making your audio debuts because this will be on all the streaming platforms hey, on audio and video as well. Sweet. So that'll be out there. We'll be releasing that. So like I said again, I just can't uh, you know thank you guys enough for the time. This was a great conversation. We probably could go on and on and on and on and on, but you know everybody got to get back to their Saturday and uh, hang out and do what they're doing. But um, Definitely look forward to speaking to you guys again in the future. Check them out, ZZ Talk. Search them out on YouTube, ZZ Talk Features, Zeus and Zeno. If you're watching on YouTube, Zeno is the one in the red Falcons jersey. Zeus is the one who's pissing me off with the gray Falcons on. And they're one and five. I just want to remind you, they're one oh, and five. For now. For now. <laughs> but we definitely, like I said, again, appreciate y'all. And we look forward to the next conversation that we'll have again. And, you know, we just look forward to speaking to y'all, man, and hey, hearing what y'all are going to do in the future. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yes, sir.